What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Twilight Nine podcast. As I'm introducing the podcast, my headphones went out. I'm your host, Riley, joined by Andy Nesbitt. Andy, what's up? What's going on? It's just, uh, it's just this, this, the cord popping out just seems to sum up your life for the past three or four days. Yeah, I said four words into the mic and my mic went out. Just um, things yes. look like they're going to go well for you, and then that mic just pops out of its thing. I mean, it's, it's very who you've been for like last week or so. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Saturday was a rough day. We got, uh, it was supposed to be, thankfully, it was supposed to be like two to three feet of snow. It actually ended up, ended up, only ended up being like a foot, which I still guess is a lot, but it's less than we were projected to get. Um, Tom Brady retired, our guy. And uh, then I had another outright lose in a playoff. Yeah, can I ask you a personal question? And I, I, I ask it with all with all the respect in the world. Mm-hmm. I've only known you for what two months or so, something like that. Have you always been this much of a loser? Loser? <laughs> yes. <laughs> is, is, is this is this your is this your life's path? Like. Yeah. Is this something I can start to expect, you know, every couple of weeks? Like you, you're right there on the cusp of picking an outright winner. <laughs> you're watching p- potentially student loans going way down. Correct. And then your golfers just not choke, but just lose in a horrific fashion. Like you were about to win. For those listening out there on Sunday, he was about to win or Saturday. He's about to win $3,000 for the second time this year. For the second time in like three weeks. This month. Yes. Yeah. Lost is outright winner. Thanks to Hideki and uh, Hawaii. And then on Saturday, at Tory Pines. Yeah. The, <laughs> the first one. Yeah. Riley silver medal Hamill. Um, the, the first one I can kind of deal with. Cause like Russell Henley losing to a master's champ. Like I kind of get it. I mean, Will's out Torres PGA tour rookie of the year, getting run down by somebody that's never won a PGA tour event before hurts a little, but we did have Luke Liss on our list last week. Yeah, you want to you want my buddy Jamie. You won him seven hundred dollars. He threw ten bucks on it uh, randomly. Said before the tournament, so he listened to you last week and your beautiful breakdowns of all these golfers, and he won seven hundred dollars. Ten dollars for seven hundred. That's a that's a ten dollars into seven hundred dollars is a very very nice Saturday. It's a trade I'd make any day of the week. Hell yeah! So we like that, but yeah, it sucks. Instead of being uh, on outright plays, how much money are you have just, I lost? Are you just one of those guys that is, I mean, is this, is, has this happened to you a lot in your life where like everything looks like it's going to go great for you and then gone? Just close calls. Yeah. <laughs> just trying to figure out. Yeah, what I wish doing. I could say no. Um, instead of being up $6,000 in January, I'm down like 300. No. Because of two, because of two playoff losses. It sucks, especially since Will Zalatoris, who we can talk about his putting in a second, had a straight uphill from eight feet to win the golf tournament and yipped it. And yipped it. And then it was like, how did that not go in? It's like, well, you didn't even get it to the hole. Yeah. Yeah. From the back angle, it almost looked like it didn't go in because like the hole wasn't cut well enough. So the, the hole was like raised out of the ground because it hit the left edge and then just went left. It was awful. Do you, do you blame me at all for that loss? Yeah. So a couple, if people remember from the Sony, I don't know. I don't actually remember if we talked about it on the show, but (laughs) I think we did. Andy's company quote tweeted my card Sunday morning and was like, Oh, someone tried to warn you to bet Russell Henley before the fourth round even started. And I'm like, get your dirty lips off my card and don't talk about bets until I want them. Then at four 30 in the afternoon on Saturday, 
where they're they at the seventh or eighth hole. I don't even think they made the turn yet. Uh, Andy sent me a text congratulating me on my outright win and Will Zalatoris' first win on the VGA Tour. <laughs> he did look good. But, Did well, I have some ulterior motives there? With that? <laughs> Better content and more depressed me on Tuesdays. You know, I just felt like Zalatoris was going to win that event. He, he was playing great. He got through those those putting yips that we can talk about. And uh, I just, but like you were, you had guys all over the board. All over week. the board. You even mentioned Luke List last week. Luke List. I had Ryan Palmer who was up there for a little bit. I had Jay Day who tied the lead. Yeah. Jason um, Jason Day spun that thing back on 15. It was a 15. Uh, I uh, the lead. I just wrote about it. 14? Hold on. 14. Yeah, it's 14. I think it might be 14. Yeah. Had Jay Day up there. Uh, Neiman was actually like low-key in the mix for a right. while. He was making a bunch of birdies on Sunday morning and then kind of like evened out a little bit. I'm, I'm mad at myself for not going with Luke List last week. You can't tell you why. The, the, the universe works in weird ways, right? Yeah. So I listened to this podcast between two comedians that don't know anything about golf. One of their names is Joe List. He's from Whitman Hanson. He's a, he's a Massachusetts guy. And in the middle of his podcast last week, he's like, I'm sick of my name being Joe. I'm going to change it to Luke. Luke List. That sounds like a cool name, right? And I'm like, Luke List is a golfer. That's weird. And then the, the next like the next day, you're like, I kind of like Luke List. So Luke List is all of a sudden in my and like just universe. signs pointing to Luke. Like, <laughs> literally, we, got done with, exactly. we literally got done with the podcast last week. And I'm like, do I change my like picks to, to Luke list? Like, why is this name coming to me? I have no, no other time in the year. I've heard, I heard Luke list name. Correct. And all of a sudden from two random different areas within 24 hours doing? of each other. Yes. Like what, what are the odds? And, uh, I didn't change my pick and I need to, I need to start listening to those. those that signs. would have been, I know the $10 to $700 bet, but if like you went out like, oh, pay attention to the signs. Let me put like 50 bucks on Luke list, hundred bucks on Luke list, waking up to seven grand in your bank account right? Sunday morning would have been nice. From now on, if I hear a comedian randomly bring up some random golfer's name and then you bring it up, I'm, I'm going all in. I have to take it. Going all, I put my dog on it. I'm putting everything I have on it. One thing I did love, and we have a, we have a busy week. Um, your girl almost won again on the LPGA tour. Yes. Kanger. She's sick. Mm. Uh, Lydia Ko actually ended up getting it done. They were going over her records on golf channel. Did she, I don't know if I misunderstood this or misheard this rather, cause it's kind of hard to misunderstand. She won 15 times in the LPGA tour by the age of 18. Yeah. She was a, that she correct. Won. Yes. She was the goat. I mean, that's insane. Like, I remember her, but I don't remember her being that often. But now, what I think that's, what, 21 wins for her? Yeah. Conditions in, I don't know how much you watched it, but conditions on Saturday were brutal. It was blowing 30. It was like 45 degrees outside. Everybody's wearing winter oh. gear. Yeah, they played. The, where was that? Was that in? Um, it was, um, that was somewhere in Florida. It was in Florida. I forget. It's not. Dude. It wasn't Orlando. Dude, Florida was so cold on Saturday. We we had a tea time. We teed off. It was 32 degrees when we teed off. Yeah, I feel like the system that came up here and dumped a bunch of snow just had a tail of cold weather behind it. Like the it whole so coast cold. was like 30 degrees. Yeah. We played golf. I played golf with some golf week guys Friday about an hour south of me. And we, it rained all the way there, and I got to the tee box, and it didn't rain for their whole 18 holes. But it was it was windy and cold. It was cold here in Florida. How'd you play on Friday with the G, GW boys? Uh, shot a 43 on the front. Playing great. 
one of the guys even asked me, like, have you been have you been taking lessons since we last played together? Which is what funny. a great compliment to get. And <laughs> you just haven't. <laughs> yeah, I love that. But the best thing in the world ever happened happened to me on the second hole, par five, approach shot. I'm gonna hit three wood in. There's water in front of me, about 40 yards in front of me. I decided to swing a three wood as fast as I've ever swung a club before in my life. Top the ball, the ball goes flying toward line drive towards the water. Sorry, Peter. It hits a duck. The ball hit a duck and stopped from going in the water. So this is my first round with two of these guys, and they're like, <laughs> you're all good. I'm like, I even hit a provisional like my second ball. And the guy's like, you don't have to. I go, why? He goes, you hit a duck. It stayed out. <laughs> my ball stayed four feet shy of the water. I hit a pro shot close to the green and you know, took three shots and ended up with a bogey. But I've never seen a duck keep your ball from going in the water before. Love that ultimate bounce. The bogey is a little bit ball don't lie, but yeah. <laughs> but the and the duck everyone out there wondering the duck was fine. He swam away. It was kind of it was kind of like a vulture looking. I don't know. I wouldn't consider it a, a, the duck family. I guess was it one of the weird ones with like the red heads? I used yeah, to was at my Tampa college campus. I don't know what they call. It. They're ugly as shit, but they're a little bit yeah. Bad. It always just looks annoyed anyway. So like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He went in the water. He was fine. He kept swimming around. So every everyone there were no. Vultures were hurt in this bogey. Yeah, it was probably like a native Florida duck, but to nor what a bounce! What a bounce! Yeah, we'll take that all day. We played. Um, I got a little working at the simulator on Sunday again. It's become weekly routine. Going to the parents' house, get some simulator work in. Um, I do have to say, I'm excited for us to go around a little bit, travel a little bit, play some golf courses. Mm. My my swing hasn't felt this good since. I turned pro probably. Really? Yeah, I'm in the zone right now. Damn. Yeah, it's fucking sick. So working a little push draw, which is nice to have back. It went away for a little bit. Had the shanks for a couple months, and then fucking Lee Trevino, one tip, bang, we're back. Um, I'm trying to think. I forget what course we played. We were going to try to play Bandon, but it wasn't on there. Mm. Uh, I forget, but played really good, so that's awesome. Um. But yeah, LPGA, Lydia Co. won. Uh, what else? Grant, hand up. Yep. Shout out myself. I did pick Victor to you win in, no. on uh, the DP World Tour. So I got you one. Were all, you were all over last I week. I almost was two of three to pick winners. That yeah. would have been sick. Like, I'm laughing at your loss there, but like you were like literally like all over. Very wow. close. Uh, so Victor won. <laughs> My guy. <laughs> My guy. Uh 266 with mud on your ball just lay up hit a wedge to 10 feet and try to make a putt i yeah. wa- i got up and i happened to be up before the tournament ended i'm like you know what i'm gonna turn it on he's tied for the lead let's see what happens he got a great up and down on 17 and then 18 kind of flared a three wood a little bit and then had two almost 70 into the green and tried to get there with mud on the ball sliced the dog shit out of it and then didn't even get a playoff because he made bogey so on Saturday, you've got a foot of snow. Tom Brady retired. You lost Will's it, That day started, did it? Or was it the next morning? It's the next morning. So you woke up Sunday morning. You said, oh, let me see. Uh, at least my guy, Correct. Rory. Because I, I almost texted you. I'm like, it just keeps yeah. going. Yeah. Maybe Roy, Rory McIlroy will turn my weekend around. And he just dumps one in the water. And exactly. Out. I wake up. Ferguson, 18, he wins a par. He goes to a playoff. He bogeys it. And the life of Riley just, man. What a, what a stretch that was. The only thing that I do have to look forward to is Rory usually plays well at this part of the season, like the Florida swing. He usually plays pretty good at Riviera. 
He's made the final group in three of his last four official starts, which is good. At some point, you have to win, but he's got to get get back to being a closer. He's not a closer. At all. Yeah, he's not a closer. No. He's like he'll shoot like a seventy three on the final day. And- Correct, but whatever. What are you gonna do? Uh, so Victor won again. I mean, what is that? Four wins in his last like seven starts or something ridiculous. Yeah, I, th- I love this kid. He like, did you see him afterwards when he when they went to interview him on the green? The guy who's doing the interviewing him for you know Sky or whatever it is, and Hovland apologized to him before they started the interview because the guy is the, is the teacher of the guy that Hovland beat in the playoffs. Yeah, he's Bland's teacher. So he's like, hey man, I'm really sorry. Like that's like the first thing on his mind. He's such like the nicest kid in the world. He's like, you don't have to you know apologize to me, son. You you, you won a great golf tournament out there. He's like, okay, you know, just a he's like the nicest most like brutal assassin. Like I can't wait to watch his career. Like he just smiles the whole way around, just destroys you. Like talk about a dude that we just talk about Rory can't close. Talk about a dude that can close. He was like, what are you, it seems like 30? he shoots five under in every single final round. If someone beats him, they beat him, but he comes to play when he needs to, when he, he's in a position to win. It's crazy. I didn't, yeah. I wasn't really paying attention, but I heard his, I was watching his interview. I, didn't, I missed the, the round. He was like, yeah, you know, I started the day off like six back, so I just I knew I had to go really low, and then I bur- I bogeyed by fifteen. Then I went birdie eagle to birdie. Like, I'm like what? This guy is just such a sociopath. Just like, I know. God. I love him. We were we talked about our favorite players on the show a couple weeks ago. I think Victor Hovland may have overtaken JT as my second favorite. He's just a big like goofball that's just amazing at golf. He's the best. I wish Hovland and uh, my guy Hatton could be teammates in the Ryder Cup. Correct. Those two. Just like the happiest guy in the world. <laughs> most like the most depressed, meanest guy in the world. Yeah. Uh two years three years ago. It is twenty twenty two now. Three years ago, Colin Moore, Cal, and Victor Hovland were in college. I'm sure everybody saw this tweet. Three years later, they're number they're number two and number three in the world. Yeah, and out of that group, I would have thought Matthew Wolf would have been the more that was the long belief thing, like, oh, Matty Wolf is gonna be the guy, and we'll just see where these other two guys end up. Yeah. Matty won in his what third start and hasn't done jack shit since. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, he has a couple good finishes in majors, but like doesn't matter if you don't win. Yeah. But yeah. Shout out Victor Hovland. Uh the farmers, Luke List. Fantastic. Um at the, the playoff, obviously, when he won. Fantastic celebration with the fam. Before that, though, he had like nine hours of like he did. They kept showing him, like, what is he? He's like, I don't know what else to do. I've been hitting balls for two hours. If you're in that situation, or do you just stay at the range? Or do you, like, go in, get something to eat? I don't think I, w- I would go to the range maybe, like, as soon as the leaders got to, like, 17. I'll warm up yeah, for 25, get, 25 minutes, but I'm chilling the rest of the time. I get a bowl of uh, tomato soup, a grilled cheese sandwich, and I just sit back in the, in the, in the grill there watching it on TV. And last minute, I'll go out there and roll some putts. I wonder if he truly believed that getting to, what was it, 15 under was going to be enough, especially with the closing hole being a par five. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to be enough at all. Yeah. Uh, but I guess that does help when Zalatoris doesn't make a bo- uh, birdie after six. I think six was his last birdie. He just parred the rest of the way in. What do you think of Tori? I know uh, I know you're not the biggest fan. A lot of people aren't, but it, it I thought it had a great tournament. Yes. It- the thing, and this is funny because that's how I started my betting article this week is – for a guy that is not a huge fan of Tory Pines, and I'm sure if we ever go play it, that opinion will probably change because obviously you like it because you've played it. I've never seen it even in person, let alone play it. So I don't really know it that well. Mm-hmm. But just by the way it TVs, like a lot of the holes kind of look the same, whatever. 
for being that personal feeling towards it, it produces golf tournaments every single time that the PGA Tour shows up there. Every single time. And it feels like there's always that someone on 18 trying to decide to go for it. And then if you go for it, you know, and two, and you, and you go long, then you have, you're, you're chipping on a rough, the pin on Sunday is always down by the water where it's like, there's false yeah, left water. So it's like very high. It's not, it's not one of those par fives where it's like bang a driver, bang a three wood, jip up, get your par and get your birdie and get out of there. Like it's, it's a really risk reward type situation there. Yeah. It just produces a really good golf tournament every, every single time we're there. And John Rahm hit that putt on 17. I thought he was fucking going to do it again. Yeah, it was the same kind of putt left to right breaker, like 30 feet. And then what he par 18, you couldn't get up and down, I think, yeah. out of the bunker. Um, but yeah, it does produce. They're bouncing. They were, they were, they were pretty concrete there this weekend. Um, I just I thought, I thought Tory South really showed out this weekend. Tough to hit a lot of fairways around that place. We talked about it on the show, but every time they did a drone shot, it's like, how do you fit a golf ball? In between those two bunkers, hit it 300 to be able to keep up with everybody, and each fairway is like 20 yards wide. Yeah, did you watch any of the ESPN stuff? With uh, They had uh, Bryson, Jordan, and Ricky on Friday. Was it Friday? I keep getting all these days mixed up. On Thursday, because they all missed the cut. And, <laughs> and so did you see how DeChambeau had a wrist injury? And I was watching the feature group, and he hit one. He hit one drive like – over the railing, like into like the iceberg lettuce things or whatever they're called. And he went down and he had to hit out of there. And they're like, he should, like his wrist was killing him. Like he was showing you know, like after every hit, he was like holding onto his wrist and he hits out of there and he looks back at his caddy and he holds his wrist. He goes, oh yeah, that really makes my wrist feel a lot better. I'm like, this guy, such a douche. I fucking hate that guy. He was uh, immediately turned and he said, he said that in that whiny voice. Like, oh, makes my, that makes my wrist feel a lot better. It's like, just Imagine if Tiger Woods in the, in the the U.S. Open that year with a broken knee, like hit a shot. It's like, oh, that really made my knee feel better. He's <laughs> he, the most petulant, childish. Then he went on to miss the cut. And uh, thank was, God, bro, I can't. I I legitimately shout out anybody that watches this show and still or listens to the show and still somehow puts up with me getting over Bryson. If you're a Bryson fan, I hate that guy. Yeah. It's at the point where even if he did something like funny, I would try to like spin zone it into that was awful. But yeah, and then yeah, he's complaining like that. He gets up to one of the tees and tries to go full throttle again, reaches for his back with his wrist or whatever. It's like, yeah. bro, hit a three wood. Don't swing like a maniac and get through your round and maybe make the cut and don't hurt yourself, idiot. Just because yeah. you want to drive it as far as you can possibly can. Yeah. Oh my that's really gonna make my wrist like just shut up, dude. I can hate that guy. In that group too was uh and Fowler. And Fowler, of course. Had new perspective on third on the first round because he shot like a six under was up to like top five or whatever. Correct. And everyone was quick to state like he's a new father. <laughs> perspective, baby. Perspective. Fowler back, and then yeah, he didn't make the cut up. Yeah, he, so he missed the cut after shooting six under in the first round. Yeah, he missed the That's cut. Bad. Cut. Bryson missed the cut. That whole group missed the cut. That's bad. But again, that's a, that's another thing that Tory does seemingly every time we go there is a lot of big names miss the cut too. Because if you're really not on with driver, yeah, you're, you're effed. You can't do anything, especially on the south course. It's so long. Yeah. Like that 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 rough, even for pros, is just brutal. And then brutal. like if you get it out of the rough, it's going to shoot through the green and be in the you know in the green side rough, and, and you're you're looking at five at best on these par fours. So I yeah, don't know. if you have anything more than pitching wedge nine iron into the green from the rough. It's really hard to get there. 
It's yeah, I mean, so there's a couple long. of really good holes, like uh, 10, 12, 12, that long par four that goes out towards the, the ocean where it's after that yeah. par three. And you really have to bomb drive. And again, you're going to probably not be in the fairway. And, you're, you know, you're looking at five from that situation. And then you got that really super, that, that par five, what, 13? With the, it's like a 600-yard par five for them. And mm-hmm. it's another one where it's like it's hard for them to reach it, too. So, I don't know. Tori gets shit on a lot, but I think it has a lot of fun holds that, that you know can stand up against these guys. Yeah, the back nine is uh, 100% better than the front nine. At least yeah. on the TV, it looks that way. I couldn't, I couldn't run through a lot of holes on the front nine, except maybe like three and four are good. Yeah, um, but those are the ones on the water. So they TV mm-hmm. the best. So that's the one I remember, but I could pretty much run through every hole in the back nine. And that's usually, yeah. you know, if you can do that as a good golf course. So the back nine is a lot better, but I don't know. Hopefully we play it one day and then I can have an honest opinion about it. Uh, what do you, what do you, we got to talk about Will's putting. <laughs> It's become a thing, hasn't it? It's not good. It's Why really not good. It? How does he not bring it back straight? Through? Like it, it like takes his journey. Like, and the frustrating part about it is he's using the. I don't want to call it an arm lock. Isn't that? A, is it arm lock? Is illegal? Or you can arm lock it anyway. Whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the product that he has, uh, is is supposed to help you on like shorter stuff. Like that's why people go to that kind of thing is when they get a yeah. little the Y word around like five footers, they go to that kind of thing. It is his stroke from 10 feet. Now it is so good. Anything inside of that. It looks like he's never held a putter before. Mm -hmm. It's really bad. It's become a thing now. Like every time he had like a four footer, it was like, Ooh, what's going to happen here? (laughs) That was the fastest. His Like you had money on him on Sunday. Like I couldn't imagine having like, even I was nervous watching every like three, like four foot tap. And he had, what what par five is the one where they go out and then the the second shot is really long, but it like goes downhill and then back uphill. Which yeah, one? is 13. that on the front or is that thirteen? That's thirteen. Yeah. So he had a what a four footer on thirteen. Yeah. And you texted me. I'm like, dude, I knew. I said to my girlfriend before he's gonna miss it. But yeah, I think he made it. He made a lot of putts on Sunday. I feel like he just didn't. He didn't after sat, I'm sorry, Saturday, but after the third round when he had that little four footer where that one went viral with his club. Putter yeah. head going all different which ways. Yeah, it was brutal. Not a guy that you want in a close golf tournament when he's only leading by one or tied for the lead when he's got to make like four footers all the way home. Has anybody asked him about his putting yips? Probably not, like, like nationally. That's yeah, a very you got to be careful using that <laughs> word around. <laughs> like no, you got to be careful using that word. I mean, they know what's happening, but like you don't want to go up to somebody like, "Hey, why are you so yippy with those three footers? It's gonna make them worse." That's what I would do, though. I would ask. Him. Oh, hundred. If that's the first question we're going to ask, well, what the, what's going on with the you hitting your back foot with your putting stroke when you have four <laughs> feet? What's that about? You came close to missing the ball. On you om- he almost. I mean, he toasted the very the toe of that of that putter. They kept slowing it down. I kept watching it on Twitter. I'm just like, good god. It's really. It's like awkward to watch. It's tough. Brutal. But like, I'm amazed he makes some. I'm amazed. Like there was moments that he made center cup. I'm like, how does that? club face square up at the right time to get Correct. the ball. And you know what's even frustrating is? I know that he shot whatever. What does he shoot? Six under on Saturday? Seven under on Saturday? It could have been ten. Yeah. He missed, I think, seven birdie putts inside 17 feet. And I think two of them were inside five. Like, it could have been nine, ten under without even thinking about it. Because he well, makes everything else in golf look so... I've never seen... I mean, Kamwar Kawa does it too. But I've never seen somebody make it 
tee to green look easier than Will did on Saturday. Every single fairway, inside 20 feet on every iron shot, and then it's just if he makes the putt or not. Yeah, on a, on a very difficult driving. <laughs> on Tory Pines. Like, yeah. that's, like, that. yeah, I don't know. It was unbelievable. But I know, he's in the field for the AT&T Pro-Am. He'll be a popular pick. Yeah. Again, this is an easier tournament. He even said it itself. He called himself a master specialist, which I love because as in he only played in like four majors. I love that. Yeah. But it kind of backs up what I said last week on the show where like if the golf is harder, he's going to play better. Mm-hmm. Anything else catch your eye at uh, Tory before we well, get into the uh, pebble? Warren Zalator is like one day they told me he added 15 pounds over the over the offseason. Another day they told me he added 12 pounds. So, and I'm watching. I text you. I'm like, where did he, where did all this weight go? Like, I don't know. He look, looks the same. I can't see any part of him that's gained any kind. 15 pounds is a lot of is a lot of weight. Yeah, it just must be just solid muscle that added like to his ass or something. That like you just can't see it. And my uh, uh big takeaway, uh, of course, Nick Fowler, just the worst golf commentator in all sports. I know, and it is very Perhaps. funny because I don't know if it's just people that maybe just like only listen or only watch the masters or like only watch like a couple majors a year that love Nick Faldo. He stinks. He's if you if you're listening to this and think Nick Faldo is good on TV, he's yeah. terrible on TV. He he had this whole thing going about QB sneaks. QB, I, it started on Thursday and he carried it all the way to Saturday. And the biggest putt of Luke List's life, instead of like saying something awesome about Luke List, he like tied it back to oh, this is my QB sneak thing now. It's like, bro, what what are you talking about? He's so enraptured in his own little world. Like he thinks everyone thinks everything he says is so funny. Yeah. He's on like a podcast when he does TV. He's just talking about Nick Faldo. Nick Faldo yeah, talks like, Nick Faldo. That's it. Now below, like give him like awkward laughs. Like, all right, Nick. Yeah. Okay. And like Nick will always try to bring like these, like, like inside jokes in. He'd be like, yeah, Nablo can't even find his hotel room. And you're like, what are you talking about? Like, what is going on? And then you think about what we could have. Like, if you had someone on there that was like, that actually gave a shit about the broadcast and, and brought stuff, fun stuff in and brought newer stats in and just actually enjoyed the whole process instead of just trying to make it fuck, like the chuckle hut for Nick Faldo. Correct. And just, it's infuriating. And one what of the you, other things I was talking to. I was like, what, what are you, th- why is this about you? Why are you making this about you and your dumb QB sneak? I, I still have no idea what you're talking about. I have no idea. And you could tell like Jim Nance like went along with it, but I also didn't think like Nance loved what was happening. By that point, Nance was like, we, we get it, bro. You've been doing this for two yeah, days. Exactly. Like, how many times are you going to bring back a horrific joke that no one gets? And then you bring it back. That's such a huge moment. At the b- biggest moment of that man's life, he tied it back to, his stupid analogy about a QB sneak that he like doesn't understand because he doesn't know what football is. Crazy. And a friend of mine was you or someone texted me about like something about tight ends and like he was having a discussion about tight ends and normal ends or something. And uh, and and someone texted me about that just like with no with no Nick Faldo thing. I'm like, what is he talking about? I googled him like, no Nick Faldo is like trying to talk about tight ends and narrow ends and like having jokes about football because Jim Nance is calling a football game over the weekend too. And like. <laughs> That's even like that's even worse than his QB's sneak. Like, does it, can any producer just get in his ear and go, "Hey, dude, shut the fuck up. No one thinks you're funny." It's all talk it takes. Off. All it takes. Talk off. There, I was talking to a couple golf week guys over the weekend too about the TV coverage, and I will never understand this because they always love it when it happens in the moment, but they don't let it happen. 
I will never understand why golf commenters think they need to fill the entire airspace with their fucking words. Yeah. Golf doesn't need that much. Shut no. up. Close but your yeah. mouth. I don't understand why they always have to be like, oh, this is Jordan Spieth's 25th step down the fairway. Here he goes. He's going up to his ball. He's thinking this. We're doing that. Shut up. Put a mic near the guys. Put it near the conversation and don't talk. Yeah. Best example I can, I don't know if you listened or you probably did because you're a nut about it. The Masters, they did the, the Masters had like the 10 stream thing last year or whatever. They had a bunch of streams. Every hole had its own stream. Shane Bacon was one of them. He was so good. He spoke three words a minute. That's it. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand why they won't go to that. It will never, that will never make sense to me. It's still old timey TV. It's Jim Nance. Like, why do you have to talk the entire time? You're talking the entire time. Shut up. I don't get it. I was watching ESPN on one of the previous days and I turned it on. And the first thing I heard was this guy was going like, I like to, one of the, I don't know who the announcer was. He's like, I like to figure out my own. My own things, like I like to find out my own research. I'm kind of like Joe Rogan. I'm a big Joe Rogan guy. I like oh to- my dude, they went on a. Did you watch it live or did you read about it after? No, I was watching that. I just turned it on on Thursday or Friday morning, and that's the first thing I heard. Like, what is this guy talking about? They I'm they went Joe on like a ten minute rant about Joe Rogan. They're like, I know he's controversial, but I kind of like him. Yeah, like, you're talking about like a, you're talking about like a five foot putt. How did we get into a Joe Rogan tension? We get it. You like Worse. Joe Rogan podcast. Congratulations. Oh my God. It's awful. There's some weird people. I don't get it. And for some reason, like the, the minimum age to work as a golf guy on TV is like 60 for some reason. Like why? They all have like, they they all have been working together for so many years. Like they all, like there's just like this network of friends that get these gigs. And some of those guys on the Thursday, Friday, like, I love the coverage, but they're like, what are you talking about right now? (laughs) If, if, if they just gave us like a Colt, no Shane Bacon channel, yeah. No one else would watch anything else. No. I don't know why they don't. It's infuriating. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. But talking about coverage, shout out ESPN Plus. It's great. It's fantastic. Some of your people on are awful, but like the physical mm-hmm. coverage is awesome. They're yeah, doing it's a like great a job. It's, it's terrific. We've talked about how the cameras make it seem like you're following the groups. And I love the main feed too. Like I like the featured groups. We've had that a long time for a couple of years now for PJ tour live. We're probably going on what five years with that. They've had featured holes or whatever. Having like a TV coverage before the TV coverage is, is pretty cool. Yeah. I've enjoyed great. that one. Yeah. They can turn it on. It starts now early in the morning. And it's just, I'll, I always have it on my background. Like I'm like, Oh yeah, it's Thursday. Boom. Throw that on. Like Boom. I don't have to wait for like, golf channel at noon or something like that yeah it's the first day when i wake up thursday morning or this it was weird kind of waking up wednesday morning and be like oh there's a golf tournament on right now it started it I was, I'm, I was still thrown off by it because i had i took last thursday off and which is usually my friday i usually have fridays off and like the third the second round was thursday the third round was friday i just was my whole week was just confused. but i did did you like it i liked I it. it yeah, yeah I, was, I loved it saturday closed was perfect yeah, I think that I honestly think every every like January. I know there's only a couple of minute, uh, a couple of tournaments in December, but I think like every January should just be Wednesday to sa- Saturday. Yeah, I mean, they don't only, touch football. Just own the, the middle of the week. Is, the only problem there is football does have divisional round and wild card on Saturdays. True, so, but the golf will get lost. True, um, but if there are times where you can do it like they did, it was perfect. Cause then Sunday you're watching the championship games and you're not like flipping over to see who's like winning the golf. You know, it was great to just Correct. be able to focus on football. So 
it just worked out perfectly. I know the tournament probably wanted to have Sunday finishes and, you know, it could be easier to make more money and bring more people in. But for a viewer, I thought it was great. Yeah, and I guess the plan, I don't know if it's, you know, some idea to place, but I guess the plan is to keep the farmers on Wednesday, Saturday schedule. So, yeah, we'll see. They seem to change the PGA Tour schedule a lot, but for now. They did this year because of uh, Super Bowl, right? Because of the eight, 17, 18 week season now. Correct. So everything got pushed back and they wanted to keep the, uh, the waste management during Super Bowl week. Yep. So they had to shift some tournaments around. So the waste management. Oh, yeah, the waste management's next week. Yeah, they go to Pebble this week when they go down to the waste management. Yeah, I messed that up in one of my articles last week because they, I forgot about the schedule change. Waste yeah. management this week. All right, next week. Uh, this week. Oh, actually, you know what? Before we get into the um, Pebble Beach, the scumbag tournaments this week. Yeah. Did you read Eamon's thing from, uh, what was that, Saturday? I haven't Saturday read it needed to do it, but I saw him on Twitter and made a good point about that. Someone was like, "So you're not going to cover it?" And he's like, well, "We we we cover the news. Like we would cover wars that we don't agree with. We would cover politicians that we don't agree with. We have to cover this because it's what we do." And you it's know, I thought job. that was a good way to put it. That's the job. Like we don't have to. And like today, like Poulter and uh, Poulter posted, and I love Poulter, but he posted a picture of him and uh, Heinrich Stenson like having a laugh, and he was like on the range there, and he's like, "Caption this: Wrong answers only." I wanted to be like. Who's going to be the first one to address human rights violations over there? <laughs> I didn't want to get blocked by Poulter because I love him. So I'm like, I'll just let that one go. I'll just let it go. I'll just <laughs> let it go. Yeah, uh, it's going to be rough. Um, Solly had one of the best tweets of all time this morning. Oh, yeah. uh, did you see it? Yeah, the beheading one. Unbelievable. Dude's good at his job. Very good. But another reason to just fucking and he also, which I think is funny, uh, Bryson tweeted like 36 hours after the Bengals Chiefs game. He was like, oh, go uh, or he said like Joe Burr with like a bunch of cold face emojis or whatever. Hmm. Uh, 36 hours after the game was over. <clears throat> and he in his comments, he was like, oh, I was on a plane. It's like you're telling me you're on a plane without Wi-Fi for 36 hours. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Love that. Love that guy. But this week we're at Pebble. Which I love this week. The field's not always loaded. Luckily, now the PGA Tour is a little deeper. The f- talent's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I love Pebble. Yeah, I played it one time. It's it's um, everyone should play it. And I also like Spyglass and Monterey. Yeah, you can play Spyglass too. Spyglass is a public course. Monterey is not, but you can play Pebble and, and Spyglass pretty easily. Yeah. So this this tournament's always fun. Last year was way more fun because we didn't have to deal with the idiots. Oh. But this year we're back to three courses. Last year I think was only Pebble and Spyglass. I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly. Yeah. This year amateurs are back. Monterey Peninsula is back. This is the last week, thank God, especially betting wise, that it's like four courses get used throughout a week, and then the final rounds at the main one. I hate that. It's so hard to figure out. It's so it's hard awful. It sucks. Uh, when, you get, like, when you get when you start off the year like in a um, in a rut so hard to like like i've, I've lost I've, I've missed the cut in t- two or three weeks of my, my knockout pools i'm like i have no confidence right now i'm like great now they have to play three courses i'm like and they're playing with the amateurs seven hour rounds i'm like i don't know who's gonna win this weekend yeah it sucks it, it really this is the most and i'll bring up a couple tweets later when we talk a little bit more on the betting side but this is the most tournament that you just have to rely on like what have they done here in their career like the most course history tournament of all time so, yeah, 
And it is a little bit different because like some guys handle the amateur thing better than other guys do. Mm-hmm. So we'll, well see. now it's just made one of my picks. I feel like it's a bad pick. I have no confidence right now. I, I'm, I have no confidence right now. I have no confidence. I almost was going to go like, you know what? Riley's been all over these guys the last couple of weeks. And like, I'm just going to let him go. Cause I, 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 I usually do really well in these knockout pools every year and I missed the cut two or three times so far. I will say last week, back to the farmers real quick. That was the, the most stress-free final round I've had betting wise in like a long time. Yeah. Everyone in the top 10 I had on the board, I was just like, all right, well, this is just, Oh, I can just I, enjoy the golf tournament now. My, my knockout pick last week was Sam Burns. He played the North first and it was like five, six under, and he was in fifth place going into yeah. the you know, second round. And I, second round, I was out doing something. And at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, let me see how Burns turned. And he's like, wait, he missed the cut. I'm like, he missed the cut? <laughs> I'm like, I have, I have no idea what's going on right now. My, my, well, my lock of the week last week missed the cut too. Fucking big tone. That's right. Penal, yeah. Unbelievable. So, I don't know. I don't know. Golf courses. We'll go over all three real quick. Pebble Beach Golf Links, par 72. It's less than 7,000 yards, which I did not know. That's fantastic. 6,972 spyglass par 72, 7,041 yards. Monterey Peninsula CC is a par 71, 6,957 yards. Those are like some yardages we could play. Hell yeah. That's not that bad. The weather is fantastic. It's going to be cold in there, I feel like. Oh, I don't have the temperatures. Credit to you. I actually don't know what the temperatures are going to be. I just know it's going to be sunny, mostly sunny the entire time. The highest percent chance of rain throughout tournament days is three. And it doesn't get over eight miles an hour wind. So we might see some really low scores this week, which is fun. A couple of key stats. It's this, these golf courses are just, it's all iron play. This place, the fairways are pretty easy to hit. They're a little generous. Um, I'm sure with the amateurs, the fairways might even be a little bit wider. We'll see how that goes, but it's just all about iron play strokes and approach is gigantic. And then because the golf courses are a little bit on the shorter side, proximity from a hundred yards to 150 yards, those wedge nine irons, you got to mm-hmm. stick those close. So those are the two key stats I'm looking at this week. And data golf did agree with me. Their most important stat for the week was uh stroke stand approach golf course fit. Uh, number one is La Quinta, which is actually one of the courses for the American express, the very easy one. And mm-hmm. then I haven't heard of the other two, so I'm not going to go over it. Okay. Percent chance to win. Patrick Cantlay is at 13.5. Daniel Berger's at 7.8, the defending champion. And Willie Z is number three at 3.8%. So there you go. Betting odds. Tipico. Tipico. Shout out Tipico. Patrick Cantlay is the betting favorite, plus 700. Daniel Berger, defending champ, plus 1,000. Jay Rose, Jason Day, Jordan Spieth, and Will Zalatoris are all uh, 20 to 1. Seamus Power, Cameron Tringali, Matthew Fitzpatrick, and Maverick McNeely are all 30 to 1 or plus 3,000. Last week. Results. I uh, go over my real quick. Tony Finau, top 20, missed that one. Mav, top 20, missed that one. I don't, Mav played great all week. And then the final round, I mean, he birdied 17 and eagled 18, but he made six bogeys before that, which sucks. That would have been nice to hit that one too. Wills Alatoris, top 20, hit plus 150. Neiman, top South Africa, uh, South African, South American, hit plus 250. Uh, Ryan Palmer, top 20, hit plus 300. Luke List, Top 20 hit plus 300. We were plus 802 or up eight units at the Farmers Insurance Open, up 10.74 in 2022. That's good. Love, love that. That's pretty good. What, first month of the year, over 10 units. We like Damn. that. 
Yeah. So in January, if you put a hundred bucks on every one of my position plays, you'd be up a grand. That's how you got to look at it. That'd be good. I'll take that. I'm trying to find the odds here on Tipico. Shout out Tipico. If you're in, um, was it? Who's in? Who's in? Who Tipico's in? What New Jersey and Colorado? Colorado, I think. So if you guys are in those, uh, any of those states, any of those two states, check it out. Can you not find it? I got the golf, but they don't have. Uh, they got Saudi Arabia, but they don't have. The, oh yeah, it? they disappeared on us. Good thing I yeah. grabbed them before. All right, dude. Uh, first guy that you have on your list. Yeah, uh, they're not showing up. I don't see. All right, well, I need to look up the odds, but this guy that I have, I'm looking at just for my uh, knockout pool to get back on track. And now I'm doubting myself after listening to what you said earlier about uh, this is how a uh, what they've done in the past year kind of tournament. So let me talk to you about this one. Help me out here. I need your help, is what I'm trying to say to you. Okay. Famous Power. Yep. He's two for four here with no top 35s. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's got two top fives and six top 15s in his last seven starts. He's hot. He's on a heater. And I was looking a little bit at him. I, he didn't make the list for the show. He might go on the card because I do like him. I think he's at plus 3,000. I think mm-hmm. when I was looking earlier, did I just say his name? Plus 3,000. Yeah. So he'll probably be plus 150 for a top 20 probably, mm-hmm. if I had to guess. I like Seamus. I made some money on him a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, every, I was going to take him a couple weeks ago and watch him get like a top five, and like he's just been playing really well. And I just need a guy like 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 in this thing. I just need a guy to make a goddamn cut. Yeah, in twenty twenty two, T fifteen, T three, T fourteen. Yeah, he's golf playing good golf. We know sport, golf is a sport where when you're hot, you're hot. Yeah, when you're playing well, you're playing well. Uh, I'm bringing up his PGA Tour profile real quick to look at his um, iron play stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know because there's. It is insane. I'll go to my, let me go to my Twitter real quick. Cause I liked one of the tweets from our friend PJ split. So I talked about last time. Yeah. I start following. Him and Seamus hasn't, I don't think he's won on the tour before. I believe. No, he hasn't. And he, PJ splits puts out this little thing where like trends, whatever for the golf tournament, 15 of the last 15 winners at the pro-am have had a career win before. Okay. So that's not great. 13 yeah. of the last 13 winners has finished 16th or higher in last in at least one of his previous three starts at the Pro-Am. Like this is the ultimate like yeah. If you've played well here before you can win. Um which is nuts. But I like Seamus. Again, he won me money already this year, so I like him. Do I go big here just to just to just to burn. Do I burn an early, a big player early on in this year and take Patrick Cantlay just because he plays really well here and he's a good player? But I want him for majors. So if I if I correct, this, um, you start getting desperate early in these. You're like, just throw a big name out there, and then you lose that guy for the rest of the year. Like a Seamus Power or Matt McNeely is a good a good pick for one of these. Like somebody's going to get in there, and, you know, hopefully contend. Yeah, no, I, th- I think I, I know his course history might not be great, but I kind of like scoring average. He's seventh on tour in scoring average inside the top 25 and birdie average, which again is nice. His proximity from 100 to 150 is like pretty good. Mm-hmm. And he can roll it too. I don't know. I kind of like Shane. I wouldn't mind a top 20 on Seamus at plus 150 or whatever it ends up being. That's what it should be. Maybe even a little bit more than that, actually. That's what I think I'm going to take him then for my for my pool. 
Yeah, I like that. Um, I texted you about this. This is a popular pick. I'm not. I'm not saying I found some like hidden gem or whatever. Uh, J Day. It sucks. It really does suck that he played so well on Sunday, like on the weekend that he was in the mix at Tory. I think that hurt his chances a little bit, honestly. And yeah. it sucks us wise because the odds go way down. He was plus. He was 125 to one two weeks ago in the desert for the Amex, and he's what this week 20 to one. In yeah. two weeks, he went. It's ridiculous. You had a big, you had a great poll on him last last week. Like I really was like, oh yeah, we had a whole discussion about J Day last week. I love J Day, and his swing. I don't know what J Day looked a little skinnier. He looked a little bit more. I don't know, he was in shape before, but a little bit more slimmer. He's playing a cut now, which helps his back, which I really like. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he just he played really good. It was exciting yeah. when he holed out for Eagle. I'm like, I'm gonna get fucked again. I thought it was gonna be, <laughs> I thought it was gonna be J Day. <laughs> I, I, I want to see better reactions from guys though. Like he holed out to like tie the lead on the 14th hole on the final round. I want you running around that fairway, throwing your club around, getting fired up. He was just kind of like, oh my god, look at that. You know what? Who did on that? Hmm. Terrell Haddon. Oh yeah, yeah. That that club's going in the water if you hold out. <laughs> He's slamming that thing. Around. Correct. Uh, but yeah, J Day, he's coming off a T3 at the Farmers, played really good. His mm-hmm. last, I don't know if you've looked into J Day this week at all. Here's no. his last seven starts at the Pebble Beach Pro Am. Seven. Okay. Going back to 2015. T7, last year. I'm going last year to 2015. T7, mm-hmm. solo fourth, T4, T2, T5, T11, T4. Damn. It's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> That's as good as your course history can get without winning. Yeah, and he's feeling good after last week. Correct. And he did. He had like an old school Jason Day. He's like, if I get my confidence back a little bit, I don't know if you saw this. He goes, I'm going to win like five or ten times a year. Ten year. times? Ten times a year. In the next five years, you're going to win 50 times. <laughs> Nonchalance. <laughs> he did, which I love. I love that. But he I guess looked, he's right. he, I'm going to win ten times a year probably. Well, yeah. okay. Oh, How sick. You- Unless you throw this football over those mountains over there. Sure, yeah. He uh and they're on Poana this week, which J Day loves Poana. So I love J Day. It sucks. I was gonna pick him outright, and then he had a really good week at the farmer, so his odds went way down. I do have him on my card already for a top 20 at plus 115. He's at 20 to 1. I might not put a full unit on it just because I don't know if the odds are worth it, but um uh, I I've loved J Day this week. And I like rooting for J Day. He's a fighter. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about? I mean, uh, Matt McNeely is going to be a, be a very popular pick this week, right? He's by he's my next name, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be a very popular pick, and you know, these and these pools, he's going to probably be the number one pick in my pool this week, I would think. Yeah, but yeah, the only tough thing about Mav is he has a good, really good history the last couple years here, but winners here, I think. What was it? What did I just say? Fifteen of the last fifteen had won on tour before, and he hasn't. And it's I mean, hard to pick. He's just playing really well, so that could go out the window, yeah. but. And it's hard to pick these guys that haven't won before because, like, he's he hasn't really shown signs of, you know, Sunday runs. I mean, he had that great shot in eighteen last year, but like, he wasn't in the. It was it was near the top, but he wasn't like, you know, in the final group. Like, we haven't seen him do it on a Sunday when he's needed to do it. So. Right, that approach into the last last year, like he has nothing to lose, so you might yeah. as well just hit it. Throw three as far as you can out there and hope for the best. The like, best what person. does he do in the same situation if he's winning by one? Yeah, if he's winning by like, yeah, what we like, haven't no. seen. And we actually, we have seen it. He shanked the tee shot on 17 at the Fortinet and let That's Max right. win. He was winning, right. and then he legitimately hit a shank. 
So it's different when you're winning. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's what he hit last year. Like if it goes in the water, no one cares. Exactly. Yeah. Mav has a deep history of Pebble. His dad owns a, who's like one of the richest men in California, I guess, isn't his house on like the 16th hole or something. Yeah. He's had a very tough upbringing. And I think, yeah, poor fucking guy sucks. (laughs) Uh, I think, I think his dad said something. He wasn't allowed to play Pebble until he like broke par or something. They went on like a, something like that. He like, wasn't allowed to play it. I forget what the reason was. He did have a tough upbringing. Yeah. Could you imagine son? You can't play mm-hmm. Pebble Beach unless you break par. Yeah. It sucks. But yeah, no, I have McNeely too. Um, he did play. He played well at Torrey Pines, which is, which I know he's going to be a popular pick. I do think his finish number at Torrey Pines is going to put off a lot of people. He ended up tying for 30th, but he played way better than that. His final round, he just couldn't make a putt. He actually hit a couple putts at the end of the round to make it look even better than it actually was. Yeah. Um, he was a solo runner up here last year to Burger T five the year before. Again, feels comfortable at Pebble, so I like him this week. I he'll probably go on the card to win outright, just because he's another one of the guys, kind of like Will and Scotty, where like I'm riding him until he wins, and then I can stop betting on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's plus three thousand, so thirty to one, which I don't hate because he should be up there because he's playing really good. So yeah, he's another kid that just rolls it too. I wish I could putt as good as some of these guys. You know, except I can put like Zalatora sometimes. I can definitely put like Willie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, you got another guy. Uh, what do you think about Cameron Tringale? <laughs> he's never. He's had such an amazing career. Yeah, he isn't he at like twenty million winnings or something? He hasn't. Yeah, won. he's never. He's never won a tournament. He finished third last week at Tory. Uh, I don't know. I'm, he's you know, coming off a top ten at the Pro Am, I think, too. Didn't he finish in the top ten last year at Pebble? Yeah, I'm looking at his stats right now. I think because I I did look at his name a little bit when I was doing this. Yeah, he had a personal best tier to T7 last year. Correct. Yeah, what a career he's had. I would take it. Would you take his career? Would you? Let me. How do I? How do I find the perfect comparison? Would you be Cameron Chungale or Boo Weekly or like? <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say Duffner, but I always forget Duffner won a major. Isn't that ridiculous? That's why I can't take the PGA Championship seriously. Yeah. When Jimmy Walker and Jason Duffner can win a major championship, like that shouldn't count. What's the guy's name? Sean McKeel. He's got one. Like there's so many random PGA. God, the PGA Championship. It always produces a really good tournament, which is really funny. But man, some of those winners are like, since Jimmy Walker won the PGA, have you even like heard his name on TV? In what was that? Four or five years ago? He tried the steel shaft on his driver, I think, last year. Was, Correct. I was like, oh, what? Steel shaft? And like, he was terrible. Yeah, and then he sucked. Yeah. Um, God, who has like one win and hasn't done anything? That would take me forever. I don't know. Yeah. But I would Kevin take his $20 million to- preview. I might be betting on Kevin Chappell this week. <laughs> oh, I like Kevin Chappell. I think he's funny. Yeah, he won me a tournament. I do, I do like his golf swing, too. Yeah. But, yeah, Cameron Chingali. I like him this week. I think me he out could, here. Let's do it. You're, you're, you're on a heater right now. Yeah, let me. Uh, I'm bringing up Kevin Chappell's PGA Tour page real quick, but let me hop back to my notes. <laughs> the thing about Kevin Chappell is, like, he's not playing, like, great. 
No. He's just making cuts. That's all he's doing right now. Like if you guys need a very cheap option in like fantasy mm-hmm. and you just need that last guy in your roster, make a cut, pick Kevin Chapel. Yeah. Um, Kevin Streelman. Yeah, he's got good history here. This is uh, yes. Yeah. But those picks uh, lately for us haven't been working out, right? Uh Howell the third. Um who was the other guy that's yeah, what how, I had what Charles for a top twenty finished like T thirty or something? Yeah, in Hawaii. Um, Streelman. He hasn't finished outside the top twenty here since twenty fifteen. Dang. That includes multiple top tens. He was the runner up here two years ago in twenty twenty. I believe that's the year. Who won it that year? Kevin Streelman. That was the year someone random won. He and, Andrew he and, Landry. Uh, Andrew yeah. Landry, I think, won. Would you? Yeah. Would you rather be Cameron Tringali or a- Andrew Landry? <laughs> yeah. I didn't think I'd ever face this question, but here, here Although we are. I think hasn't Andrew Landry won a couple times? And he won the American Express. I forget. Who cares? I don't know. I don't know. But he does play. Kevin Streelman just plays well here every single time. I've watched Kevin Streelman play golf in person before for a couple holes because he was paired with Roy McIlroy at Bay Hill one year. The most boring person maybe to ever step foot. He plays Wilson. That should be the story altogether that he plays Wilson Golf Club still. Whatever. Uh, top 40 at the Farmers last week. I think he was exactly T40, but I said top 40 to make it more impressive. Which, he can't hit the ball more than 270 yards off the tee. So at Torrey, that's like pretty good. Yeah. It's just like the same thing we said uh, with Kiz. At the Tournament of Champions, he finished like T15 or whatever. That's pretty much as good as you can do. Mm-hmm. So I like Streelman. Um, yeah, I'm leaning Streelman over power. I like Streelman. I like, this is going to be weird because I'm going a little away from course history. Denny mm-hmm. McCarthy, I like for a top 20 plus 250. He missed the cut here last season, but again, that was a little bit, no ams to make it a little bit easier. Two mm-hmm. courses, so different setup. But during that stretch of his season last year, he missed six of seven cuts. So he was just playing bad golf. At that point, the golf course doesn't matter. Four of his last five starts on tour have resulted in T15 or better. The best came in his last start, the Amex T6. Can roll it. Probably one of the best putters on tour, top 10 putter on tour. His lack of distance off the tee, he, all he does is hit fairways, hit greens, and makes putts. He can't compete sometimes because I think he averages like 288 off the tee. Pebble, yeah. those, these courses, that doesn't matter. So, Denny McCarthy, top 20, I like. Um, Christian Bezaden Hope is another guy that I like a tweet that I saw this morning was they, they uh, classified this tournament as a short golf course tournament, which obviously it is over the last four seasons. Only one player has been better than Christian Bezaden Hote on quote unquote, short course golf tournaments. Can't lay. Okay. Can't lay loves short tracks for some reason. I don't know why that's the case, but he does. Bezaden Hote uh, top 20 at the Sony. He hasn't played great the last couple of weeks. He's making cuts, but not finishing super high. He's never played at the AT&T, which is a little worrisome. Um, I had him either for a top 20 at plus 230 or top South African for mm. plus 180, which is still pretty good value because he only has to beat like four guys. The yeah. closest is Charles Swartzel, who hasn't played on tour in like four months or three months. So yeah. I think you'll end up going on the card somewhere. I just don't know where. I like that a lot. And then the last one that I have, Mito Pereira. Top yeah, 20. Yeah, I saw his name getting bounced around a little bit. Yeah, Mito, top 20. I have him plus 250. He has three straight top 30 finishes, top 25 at the Farmers. He's seventh on tour in strokes and approach. 
finished third at the Fortinet earlier this season on Poana Greens. He's putting well now that he's on Poana again. He's striking it really well. Again, lack of distance doesn't hurt at this place. Uh, little some sum for everybody listening. He's going to be probably one of my outright picks this week. Oh, is going to be Mito. Damn. Despite him never winning, I know I'm going away from those trends a little bit, but this, this roller coaster I've been on during this picks discussion. I told you my confidence is nowhere. I have no confidence. So like each guy, I'm like, Ooh, maybe that's what, Oh, I like that. Guy. <laughs> oh, I mean, so now you're like, Mito Pereira is my mom. Like he's been on fire these past couple weeks with picks. Maybe Mito Pereira is my I guy. do. I do think this is, this is one that you could go for. This tournament's a little weird because it's either the favorite wins or like a long shot wins. We're coming off a year that a, a favorite one. DB was probably what plus 2000 last year, maybe even less than that. Cause he's probably one of the bigger names in the field. Um, I don't think it would kill you to look more in like the plus 3000, 4000 range. Okay. Another sad. name looking for his first PGA tour win that I like this week because of wedge play, lack of distance doesn't matter. Fitzy. Oh yes. I love Fitzy. I like him now too. <laughs> 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 I actually have to, I, I saw, I, I didn't write them down on my list, but the, right before we started recording, I'm like, I have to remember to ma- mention Matthew Fitzpatrick. I'm about yeah. to pull up. I know. I don't remember seeing his name for a while. I don't remember the last time he started. Yeah. Uh, he has played two months. Yeah. He hasn't played since the hero world challenge where he played like, okay. Um, let's see last year. what do he do? Uh, he didn't play. The thing about Matty Fitzpatrick is like he normally plays well this time of year. I don't know what it is. Like going back to this time last year, this is his February into the second week of March. T5, T11, T10, T9. Oof. So this is like Matty Fitz season. He just doesn't win. Mm-hmm. Played here a couple years ago. Not a great finish. Made the cut, but didn't finish great. Okay. I don't know, but I like him. Just because I'm rooting for Fitz, because he's way too good not to have a win on tour. I still don't totally. get that. Totally. Justin Rose is another one that everybody really likes, but I'm not going to touch him because he's one of the favorites, which is, I think that's crazy. But he's, he's destroyed me in the past. He's murdered me. God. I have a Mirfield, was it two years ago? He, he's like top five there like nine times, and he didn't even make, he missed the cup by like nine strokes. Yeah, I hate that. That's what Tony did to me. <laughs> Betting on golf is so hard. It's so hard. Like, right, I was going to ask you, like, lock of the week. I don't think I have one. If I no, did I, have to give one out, um, if you I really do like Mito. Top 20 for plus 250 would probably be my um, lock without, like, really thinking about it. I have, you've been listening to me at all for the last 10 minutes. You know I've, I'm just in a little <laughs> hurt mentally. Just not, not in a good place, so. I don't want to bring anybody else there with me. Yeah, we don't want to, you know, point people in the wrong direction. No. But I will, I, I'm, I don't know. I got to make, make my pick for the week. It is. A, you, when you're in one of those season-long things and they, like, two missed cuts in a row, that's tough. To start you're the year. It, when you're picking one guy to win and they miss the, when you miss the cut. And one of them is with my buddy. Like it's a the league is like three hundred bucks, and we each throw in one fifty. And like he just lets me pick them all because we usually do pretty well in it. I'm I'm usually pretty good in these. We finished. We won like twenty two hundred bucks last year. And uh, we're gonna break news right now, live on the show, three minutes ago. What? Will Zalatoris has withdrawn from the AT and T Pebble Beach Pro Am, testing positive for COVID nineteen. Oh dang! 
So he's officially out. I didn't have him on my card anyway. Oh yeah. my God. I thought my no, mind I... just broke. Um, so Will is out. So, which sucks now because all our betting odds are all fucked up that we just went over the last 30 minutes. Unless yeah. you, you guys already bet because one of the favorites is out of the field now. So that's going to kind of fuck everything up. Yeah. Actually, he was at plus 2,000. So like Jay Day shouldn't move. No. Um, but like Seamus is probably going to be closer to like two, like 25 to one instead of 30 to one now. Yeah. So that sucks. But yeah, I was saying I, I, I'm in a league with a buddy and he leaves all the picks for me. And so when I miss a cut, when it's just me and my other league, I, I'm okay. But when I, like, I miss a cut and I leave a, like a buddy out there, he's just going like, we missed a cut, Andy? I'm like, oh, I just I just feel worse. Yeah. Yeah, you I know? think this is the week where like you don't want to burn Jordan. You don't want to burn Cantlay. No, this is a week that I think you look a little bit further down. We didn't even mention his name. Like his has played well here before. When you think about a guy that like is really good with short irons and hits a lot of fairways but can't get it that far out there, like th- that might as well just say Kisner. Yeah. Shit. There's just so many of those kind of guys, like wedges and putting. Like that's what you wedges and putting. That's what this golf tournament is. It's like who can hit wedge and nine iron closest and make the putt. When I do make my picks for the uh for the pools this week, the amount of like doubt, self doubt when I send the email in or hit the button is gonna be through the goddamn roof. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just need to get back in the groove. That's all I just come on. We just need one to fall. We just need we're like a basketball player that just needs to see like a free throw go in. I tell you, if I if I get one one guy to go through this week, like I'm gonna win five to ten tournaments this year. Five to ten. <laughs> Once my confidence gets up, five to ten. Day, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> uh what else before we get out of here for the day? Busy show, uh, a lot to talk about. Yeah, a lot of good a lot of good golf. Looking forward to seeing Pebble and all of its glory this week um, on ESPN Plus and see what they can do with it all. Yeah. Um, and I wonder how much they'll show of like Spyglass and um, what's, what's the other one they're playing? Um, Monterey. Monterey, yeah. That would be kind of fun. Like, that is the one thing about the feature group last week at Tory is the main channel showed some shots from the North Course, but all the featured groups were on South. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't mind watching a whole group play Spyglass all day. No, it'd be great. Yeah, so that'd be sick. cool if they did that. But yeah, I th- I think that's I don't think I have anything else. Nope. Uh, fuck the Saudi because it made this field worse. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. That's all I got. All right, bro. All right, folks. Well, enjoy uh, Pebble Beach this week. Enjoy just overall Monterey Peninsula. It's gorgeous out there. I've never been personally. I know Andy has. It's fantastic. It TVs very well. It's the exact opposite of Torrey Pines. Mm-hmm. Enjoy Pebble, enjoy Spyglass, Monterey, all that kind of good kind of stuff. Hopefully we can finally win a fucking outright pick. Let's go. And we will talk to you guys next week. (laughs) See you.